Welcome to Glow and Tell with Carolyn Holtzworth. Over the next hour, you'll discover how to feel better, look better, and get questions answered to bring out your own glow. Make sure to stay tuned for the whole show as there will be a Q&A at the end of today's episode. Now, here is Carolyn Holdsworth. Hey everyone, welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Carolyn Holdsworth and I'm thrilled that you're here for our premiere episode. Thank you so much for joining us. So as a fan of talk radio, as a fan of podcasts for so many years, I'm so excited to be here and share my experience within the beauty world, the wellness world, the spa industry, my story about becoming an entrepreneur. And, you know, I've done a lot over the past 35 plus years, I guess you'd say. I was in the corporate world for about 20 years. I've owned my own spa for about 17. I've consulted in the spa industry as well. And I'm always asked questions about all of these topics. And people are always wanting to hear more details. So I figured, you know, this is the ideal way to get the information out there. But you're not just going to be hearing from me throughout the episode and all the future episodes. You're going to hear from a variety of professionals who are going to talk to us about skincare, about beauty, makeup, business, plastic surgery, fitness, the gamut. And for today's premiere episode, I could not be more honored than to have celebrity makeup artist Louise Costco joining us. And Louise Costco has been a celebrity makeup artist for more than 30 years. He started his career on the Paris runways. He's traveled the world, making up some of the most beautiful faces that all of us know we've all seen them too many to mention he has lived in new york currently lives in los angeles and not only has he done a ton of red carpet work but luis was the lead on camera makeup artist for project runway for project runway all stars he was the beauty expert on mexico's next top model and other mexican television tv shows as well he also has appeared in numerous magazines numerous tv shows sharing all of his insights wisdom, tips, and tricks on makeup and beauty. He has been a publisher of two books. The first book from two, 20, um, published in 2015 is Hashtag Beautiful, and his latest book is Beauty Unfiltered. He's also fluent in Spanish and in French, and I'm suddenly feeling like a big underachiever. <laughs> but most importantly, Luis has been a dear friend of mine since the mid-1990s. So it is with great pleasure that he is here to talk about everything beauty and makeup related on Glow & Tell. So welcome, Luis. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me in your inaugural show, Carolyn. This my is pleasure. a long time coming. <laughs> You're going to be amazing at this. Oh and the God. funniest thing for that everyone should know is that literally what we're doing right now is what we've been doing since you said, since the 1990s together. You know, that's Aren't funny. Aren't we just that. always talking? Yeah. We're always talking about makeup. We're always talking about skin, trying to find out tips from each other. Yeah. I've been doing your makeup, I think, for fun since like 1996. Yeah, yeah. We, we were chatting about this. You have done my face in my 20s, 30s, 40s, and now in my 50s, which is yes. insane to believe. I, yes. I, can't, I can't believe and, that. And you've been a fan of Madonna since through the whole time. <laughs> as, as have you, as have you. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You yes, love yes. to talk about music as well. Oh my I God. won't say anything else about you, except <laughs> I know you were always a big fan of Madonna. Totally. And all her looks, right? Oh, the yes. best, the absolute and best. They keep my inspiration. Going. And they keep going. 
They do. My inspiration for a bold lip back in the 90s, right? I mean, her red lip was iconic and stunning. So it was definitely something that inspired me. But enough we're, about- doing it. we're doing it again. We're doing it again. So I'll let, I'll I let you get a hold of the show. <laughs> so tell us, what, what inspired you to become a makeup artist? Give us the story. Oh, you know, it's it, it was actually a, a simple... Um, I wanted to become a fashion designer and uh, so odd that I ended up working on Project Runway for uh, almost five years after that, because it was kind of a Project Runway story. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to fashion school and I went to Paris to continue that. It was the early 90s. And um, I ended up backstage dressing models at the couture shows and then trying to do photo shoots of my little clothes that I had made with Velcro and things like that because I never knew how to sew a zipper. And one thing led to another, and I just, uh, we needed a makeup artist or, you know, I wanted someone to wear a specific shade of lipstick. And so makeup just sort of found me, and that's what I ended up um, doing. And um, I probably started at the right place at the right time as well, which was pop Paris in the 90s, you know, it was the era of uh, Gautier and all that new energy. There was Gerbeau, remember? I used to do the Gerbeau shows. Oh, I had I know Gerbeau jeans. Gerbeau. Oh, I had the Gerbeau jeans. That's right. That's oh, yeah. right. That's yeah, right. of course. So, so, you know, and it was, uh, it was a great era. Yeah. That's I mean, that really is a very iconic moment in fashion and beauty. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that you were literally participating in it is very exciting. You're bound to have some stories. Can we just get a little <laughs> scoop? I mean, anything oh that God. you recall that stood out? Give me your top memory. Well, I think my top memory would be that makeup artists should know that it was such a different time in the sense that we did not have makeup that worked, A, for all skin tones. You remember that? I know you've, you've also worked sort of behind the scenes as an executive for many years. We didn't have makeup for darker skin tones. Um, we didn't have makeup for stage. There was really only one line. Like uh, Dior had a line called Viciora that sort of started at the time. Uh, there was also Makeup Forever that began kind of in the mid to late 90s. But we were having to mix things, you know? I, re- I remember watching an interview with uh, Iman talking about having to mix lipsticks and orange lipstick and something else to make foundation because there wasn't anything for them. And, um, wow. Yeah. So that was one big memory is it's really having to make do, you know, mixing lipsticks, foundations were too pink, uh, powders just did not work. Mm -hmm. They completely Mm -hmm. made you look like a clown sort of. And, um, it was very difficult and we didn't have retouching. (laughs) (laughs) There was no retouching. There was no filters. There were no filters or so you had to make it work. I can only imagine how a combination of lipstick and everything else on a face worked under all those hot lights. And my gosh, oh my and what is it yeah. to their skin? That's absolutely yeah. insane. Um, That's right. So speaking of which, you know, the pendulum always swings, right? I mean, what was out 20 years ago is back now. I mean, it, it's it's crazy that we now both have literally lived through so many fashion cycles, so many <laughs> beauty cycles. And, you know, there are some trends back that that I'm loving, some that I'm not loving, but you're the pro, you're the expert. So I want to hear from you. Tell me a trend that has come back that you're obsessed with, that you think is amazing. And then tell me one 
that you wish went back, <laughs> that you wish right. would hit the road? <laughs> go, go hit the road. Um, well, I can tell you that a, that a big trend that I'm seeing, and, and I've experienced it a lot, whether at the, on the red carpet or, not, or in an editorial way, is um, after a couple of years that we've had in which lipstick maybe wasn't so popular because you were either wearing a mask or, you know, on camera it felt too much. Um, I think lips are making a huge comeback, and especially um, almost like vinyl glossy lips, you know? Yeah. I just went to see Grace Jones a couple of weeks ago. Well, there's vinyl so glossy, yeah. You were, there you go. You remember yeah. that classic glossy uh, late 70s disco sort of lip. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's wonderful if you wear it as its own statement, like the right. one thing you will have on. Of course, if you're going to wear a mask, forget it. Right, right. <laughs> because yeah, right. Uh, a glossy lip is very hard to stay on. But that is one trend that I see. Um, and uh, I'm seeing it more and more because I think there's so many formulations now that yeah. give you a look like uh, Makeup Forever has a great one that's called an ink, uh, sort of a vinyl uh, lip. And of course, you have beautiful ones from YSL and uh, Mac makes great ones. Not necessarily sparkly, though. I'm talking about remember that lip glass from a Mac? lot of pigment, a lot of pigment. Yeah, of yeah, really. That's high that shine. almost almost like '90s too. It was. I think we you had a disco lip in the '70s, and then also like that. Uh, uh, video music video you know in the 90s with the girls wearing all their lip gloss so i i think it's kind of fun and i and i see it coming back a lot and i love this trend that's returned because as i was saying yeah. earlier i've always been a fan of a bright strong lip um, my mother yeah. always did that i loved that in the 1950s yeah. that that beautiful housewife with that really strong beautiful lip and everything yeah. else just just really soft and clean and gorgeous and i wish yeah. more people would would you know be strong enough right. or adventuresome enough to throw on that lip i know i say this yeah. to all my friends so often i'm like put on a bright lip it'll pop your eyes yeah. and, and all of that but you know it takes it, a little bit of confidence to get there I think yeah so. and you know what uh, one tip you know i i don't know if you remember last year there was the huge trend on tiktok Remember the Clinique lipstick? I know you had it. It was like a little balm. Black cherry. Uh, black cherry. That's black right. honey. Black honey. So, I, sorry, black honey. Yes. Okay. Okay. See, so you have the name, so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. So, so what it is, you guys, is that it's a balm formula that looks really dark. Mm -hmm. That shade, for instance, looks really cranberry, a blackberry shade. Yeah. But then you can literally, you can put it on with your fingers and just dab it on. And it gives you a very sheer berry look. A, a little glossy, but not too much. It blew up on TikTok. It literally sold out like five or six times, whatever. And it was another huge 90s trend. Yeah, so, cyclical, coming back. Exactly. Exactly. So, so when I talk about a glossy lip and being like vinyl and super glossy, you can do your own version by right. using one of these balms. I know, I believe Jones Road by uh, the Bobby Brown's uh, mm -hmm. new line. I believe she makes something like it, but I think almost every line has their own hybrid of a lip balm and a gloss. So I recommend that. Yeah, no, I think that's a great recommendation. And Black Honey, it's a classic. There's Black nothing Honey? Like I, I, I probably Are you have sure it it's Black Honey? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Black Honey. Okay, we'll yeah. be corrected. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. Please correct us if, if correct we're wrong. Us. So yeah. tell, let's talk about something um, a little bit juicier. What's come back that yeah. you think should go back? What's a trend that has that is oh, that's revisited? I, I mean, you know, it's it's been around for a couple of years, and and I think in the makeup world, um, COVID really put a sort of a still stop in things on focus, right? Because right. we had a couple of years in which everyone was at home, mm-hmm. sort of stuck doing their own trend, either not wearing much makeup or really wearing a lot of makeup. Right. So, so let's talk about a 70s trend that maybe I didn't love so much, especially now um, on photos and things like that, which is sort of a sparkly highlighter. Mm, yeah. I, again, you know, think Grace Jones, right? Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. she would literally put like a gold eyeshadow on top of her cheeks. I mean, she's got those amazing cheekbones. Right. A right. very exaggerating. It's too much. It's like a disco ball. Kind of stripe. So, it was kind of stripey. Kind of. It was like a heart. stripe. I mean, yeah. she was trying to go go for it. Right. But I think what's happened, and and I don't really enjoy, is that. Instagram has created makeup that is uh, sort of a recipe, right? You right. always have to use a primer. You always have to, uh, you know, contour. You always have to highlight. You always have to use a full coverage foundation and powder and all that. I mean, by the time that you're starting to do your eyes, you've already done 20 steps. Right. And, right. you know, it, sometimes it's not necessary, so if it's a trend, maybe that we're doing all these steps, I would say, if you're thinking of it as a recipe, think that sometimes the best recipes are the ones that you adapt to yourself. Absolutely. Like, like maybe I'll put a little pinch of this and I'll take a little pinch of that away, you know? So yeah. maybe you don't need primer. I mean, do you use a primer daily? I don't even use one anymore. No. And <laughs> To yeah. your point, with all of these steps that creates all of these layers, what we're doing, yeah. I, I see on so many people, both online and then also in person, we're covering up yeah. what is literally a natural glow. And we're yeah. covering up such beautiful skin. And the flip side of this trend that you're not loving, which I'm not the biggest fan of either, frankly, mm-hmm. is so many people that I'm spending time with we're all about, okay, how little makeup can I get away with? We're all about, let's get our skin in such awesome condition that I need to wear hardly anything. And right. I don't know if, if that's the same as kind of the glass face we're seeing out there, but what are your thoughts on this no makeup look? I mean, you know, you're always going to have a secure career because you do a lot of red carpet where you have to wear makeup, but for the everyday person like me, uh-huh. you know, what about that no makeup look that everyone's doing? Well, the no makeup look, it's still a makeup look and you still have to take time with it. And, and it really is spending 70% of the time on your skin care and making sure that your skin looks great to me is always essential. I do that. It is literally my introduction to a client, right? I I do a little facial massage on them. And then Mm -hmm. I see what sort of skin type they have, what product I think I should use. Uh, It's an introduction. So Mm -hmm. I think that um, if you get the skin right, if if, uh, you will see that you you may not need a full coverage foundation everywhere, Mm -hmm. you might only need to use a CC cream or a BB cream or something like that. 
um, something that just sort of blurs certain spots, but not necessarily cover the whole face. Right. Takes um, out a little bit of redness around the Exactly. Nose, that sort of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then concentrate on the basics, which are make sure your eye, you get your eyebrows done, for instance, mm-hmm. and that your right. eyebrows, they create contrast and they're very important. Make sure that you curl your lashes and put on a little bit of mascara and that your skin looks good. A little blush, a little lip, you're out the door. Right. But it does right. take a little time. And what, and what really take, it takes is consistency with your skincare. What's Absolutely. happened, Carolyn, and what's, what I really don't like about, um, about the Instagram, and I'm a fan, trust me. I follow Nikki Tutorials. I follow Manny MUA. I follow all these uh, beauty gurus, and it's fun to watch it. But it creates a standard that's not attainable. I mean, I don't want to sound like, woohoo. I love it. I realize that it's Instagram or YouTube where you have lighting, you have people, you know, cameras, possibly filters, but you don't have that in real life. No, So it's all about starting with that no makeup makeup and then having a little fun here and there with like accessories, you know, it's like almost like fashion. Absolutely. And what I would love for more people to do is, you know, if they're inspired by the makeup artist or the influencer on Instagram, and they take some of those steps and start to adapt them and apply them, then step back, take a minute and really look at your face and say, but does that look good on me? Do I like that? I mean, we were just speaking the other day about and you brought up something that I thought was very interesting that I never paid attention to about how highlighter can actually accentuate skin flaws. Tell us Absolutely. about that. Well, you know, a lot of uh, people on Instagram, uh, they love to use a highlighter that's like, whoa, you know, it blinds you. And <laughs> it's, it's so strong. It looks You're cool a powder, on Instagram. Powder or cream, right? Either type. Uh, type? Either or. Either or. Mm-hmm. Even liquid. Okay. You know, liquid. they have liquid highlighters. Yeah. Um, my point is, as you become someone, not, not even age, but if your skin has texture, that sparkle that is going to create an area of not just a highlight, but it's gonna it's going to like put lighting on any imperfections on your face. So if your skin is flawless and you want to have fun with it, absolutely. If you're gonna be on Instagram and put a filter on it, absolutely. But if you're a real person going to a party or going to have dinner with your friends, and maybe you have a little texture on your skin, I would think about switching that to a product that doesn't have sparkle. Right. Maybe right. shimmer. Uh, the way you want to do that is, is the way they make these products is that they put the shimmer particles, right? They mm-hmm. can start as large as glitter. So they're mm-hmm. like, you can see the chunks. So mm-hmm. you can see chunks sitting on the skin. And they do it on the nose, the tip of a nose, you know, to get that little... Uh, uh, a perfect nose, right. but you, you want to make sure that those sparkles are small. So you want to look for shimmer. You want to put it on your, on your hand and make sure that it glides on almost like a cream, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And if you want to avoid shimmer altogether, which is totally fine. And I totally recommend it. You might just want to add a little bit of extra uh, moisturizer, maybe at, you know, a tiny bit of a drop of some sort of oil, I was going to say an argan oil. You could an argan oil will be beautiful, or mix that with a cream blush, or just wear a cream blush. You know, Mm -hmm. again, uh, Jones Road, uh, Bobby Brown, I believe she makes a. I think it's called a miracle balm or balm, 
that you can put on and it creates that that glow that can translate into a highlight. So so moral of the story, highlight doesn't have to mean shimmer. Right. Highlight you can use at any time. You are all doing highlighting and contouring of your face the minute that you apply blush because yeah. you're creating a little contrast. So it doesn't have to be something that you're exaggerating. It's also nothing new. I think right. people think that highlighted something new. It's just become more popular. Exactly. Um, exactly. And there's so and, many products out there to, exactly. to attempt it with. Yeah. So and, great takeaway here. Wherever yeah. you're putting the highlighter product, it, think of it like a spotlight. Think of it as That's you're right. going to show off that part of your face. So if That's that part right. of your face isn't looking too cute, you may want to reconsider where you're putting that highlighter. Right. And again, it's not it's not a recipe because the way they show the the, yeah. the highlight is always a stripe down the nose. You know, and some people might not need that. You might not want to make your nose a little wider in that area, or yeah. you might love your nose as is. There's also a trend, of course, to put highlighter on your cupid's bow. Oh, I know, I know. Which which can work, by the way, but it has to be blended really well. And sometimes they don't blend it as well, so it just looks like a little line right here, you know? Yeah, it looks like, <laughs> yeah, they just kind of forgot to finish that spot there. It looks yeah, like, yeah. yeah We're not there. haters. We love, oh. I love all of you guys to, to wear makeup. I'm just saying... Again, remember, number one, I came, I come from the era where there was no retouching. So the makeup had to look perfect in person Absolutely. and on camera. And number two, I always like to think of uh, there's the fantasy online. But again, what would my mom wear? What right. would my sister wear and how would they look? And will, would I feel good with them trying something like that? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I right. agree too. We are not hating on anything or any of these trends no. necessarily. I love that people are so excited about makeup and customizing and it. playing with it. And I love watching the videos as well. But I guess yeah. what we're saying is be true to yourself. Look at yourself That's in right. the mirror and, and really think, well, do I need that? And did I look better before I did that last round of contouring and and that yeah. sort of thing? So, um yeah. So yeah, that's that's and, that's great. And you know, one last thing I would say really quick, another yeah. trend that I love and I know it's here to stay and I love it is that I live in LA and I see guys wearing as much makeup as women looking gorgeous everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's just amazing. It's, uh, I love it. You know, I love to see that because uh, you're able to see things, uh, well, you know, it's a different skin type. It's a different yeah. face. And Makeup is for everyone. So go for it. And it gives us confidence at the end of the day. Yeah. I know I don't feel exactly. the same if I'm walking out of the house without a little something on or sometimes a lot of something on. <laughs> so, but speaking, speaking of putting things on and putting things on my face and people in their 40s, in their 50s, what is the one thing, let's say, that a 40-year-old woman and on up should stop doing is there one universal thing that we should do less of yeah well if you're still wearing your makeup the same way you wore it in the 90s or the 80s you might want to consider a little change and i do know a few ladies that are stuck in doing some things um you reminded me when we spoke the other day that i had told you uh one great tip uh, we can talk about that further you know what's to always put eyeliner on top 
right. to make your your eyes pop and sort of lift the eyes. Um, I think a lot of women feel like they need to put on a lot of darkness or they, they put on a darker eyeshadow under the eyes because that's the way they used to wear and they feel more like alive that way. Right, right. It's totally fine. I, you know, individuality is cool. I mean, you know, if, if, if you're someone like Joan Jett, you're going to have a certain look that you're going to wear no matter how old you are, right? And, and I love that. smoking hot. She looks amazing. She yeah. looks stunning. Yeah. You know, but but uh, again, if you haven't played with new techniques, um, first of all, it's expand, you know, uh, open up your uh, your eyes and see what's out there because mm-hmm. products have changed a lot. Um, we were joking because I was telling you how my mom is still buying her Clinique uh, dramatically three different. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The exactly. Clinique three step, yeah. She, she loves it. And, uh, and I'm like, it's great, mom, but you should consider maybe something with retinol at night or, you know, or stepping it up a little bit. So when it, but when it comes to makeup, it's almost uh, the same thing. I would say uh, less is more. Yes. With makeup, get a few products that really work mm-hmm. for you, uh, but try to switch it up. Um, spend more time and possibly a little more funds if you have it on skincare. Yeah, um, absolutely. And and get those right tools because, you know, as we get older, what happens? We start losing eyebrows. So have your eyebrows shaped or get a great brow product. Now we have a gamut of it. We have oh, yeah. not just pencils. We have uh, spoolie kind of products. We have creamy. We have gels. Um Anastasia even has the brow freeze. I don't know if you know yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. It it makes you look like you have really bushy brows. Well, um, you know, can I throw an idea out there as well? Yeah. Something that I think we forget about is you can still go to a great department store or a Sephora right. or something like that and get your makeup done and choose yeah. a brand that, you know, represents kind of who you are. I mean, if That's you're right, not right. really experimental with color, you know, Mac may not be your brand. If you want something a little more natural and everyday, maybe it is a Jones Road or something of that nature. Right. Because makeup artists love doing makeup. And they yeah. love to give advice, right? I mean, right. go and get that freshed up look and tell them, hey, I want something that's easy. I want like four steps. I want to be out the door in 10 minutes. And they'll yeah. do that for you. Right, Louise? Absolutely. And also a lot of makeup artists, you can hire them virtually like this and you can show them what you're using and they can walk you. Even if you don't want to go to a department store and you just that's want to true. do it virtually. You can do something like that as well. Yeah. It's just getting a different perspective on things. I once, and I'll I'll finish this little segment here. I don't know if you remember. I was on the Tyra Banks show a couple of times when it was on. Yeah, I remember. And I I did one where there was a woman that had a makeup addiction. And I had to go to her home that was filled with makeup that she had had for years, all expired and everything. (sighs) And we were able to take a full room and put it in a little bag, which was all she used. Okay. So think about that, Carolyn. That is amazing. And I love that. And first of all, I wish I'd been there because I wanted to see all her stuff because I'm probably <laughs> close to being a makeup reporter myself. It was crazy. 
But to that end, okay, we're going to have to take a super quick break. But before we go, I'm going to tell you guys, number one, we'd love to hear from you. Luis is taking phone calls. Um, the number is 866-472-5788. So please call us with your questions for Luis. No questions are off the table. And when we come back, Luis is going to play 20 questions with me. And we're going to talk about what is his product that he would take to a desert island because he can't live without it. So don't go anywhere. Come right back to Glow and Tell. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Glow and Tell is the new provocative podcast from beauty expert, spa owner, and product junkie, Carolyn Holdsworth. The Southern-raised entrepreneur will share her unvarnished opinions on self-care and all things that are meant to glow, inside and out. Carolyn will be joined by guest experts who will go deep, and listeners will discover and discuss plenty about what they see and feel in the mirror each day. Questions and answers will wrap each podcast with no topics out of bounds. Don't miss Glow and Tell with Carolyn Holdsworth, Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Glow and Tell with Carolyn Holdsworth. Got a question or want to share a story with Carolyn or her guest? Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. You can also send an email to Carolyn at carolyn at glowandtell.net. Now back to the show with Carolyn. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. We are here with celebrity makeup artist Louise Costco, and um, we are taking calls. So please don't be shy. 866-472-5788 for Louise. And I also want to mention that you can find Louise on social on Instagram at Louise Costco Makeup. He has such a rich, rich Instagram filled with so many tips, so many cool videos. So please be sure to check that out. And also be sure to look into his two books, Hashtag Beautiful and Beauty Unfiltered. Um, okay, so Luis, let's get back into the into the dirt here. So before we broke, 
we were going to talk about, um, we're going to do 20 questions with you, which I'm so excited about, inspired by one of my favorite people, Andy Cohen. And, (laughs) and, but last thing we were talking about, we were talking about, you know, how to's and, you know, not everything is great for everyone. And your experience on Tyra Banks with the woman who collected makeup, basically, so let's let's drill it down. If we're going to edit our makeup down to the most essential item, you're stranded on a desert island. And I guess I'm asking this for you yourself and or let's say you're stranded on a desert island having to do makeup. What would you take? With you? <laughs> Give me the must have. Wow. OK, not just one. That's great. That's great. <laughs> well, well gotta, yeah, let's try and be yeah. disciplined, I guess. Well, I would say uh, a tinted moisturizer. It's like uh, something that has a little sun protection, even extra. You know, when when you say there's an island, I'm thinking sun. <laughs> so, uh, of course, uh, you know, SPF and all that will be so important. We're setting the skincare aside. But a tinted moisturizer that sort of makes your skin look a little bit better, you can get very far with that. And then I always love a, a lip balm. Um, you know, something again, that might have some SPF or protection for the lips. I, I think, um, uh, dry lips is something that a lot of people ignore, especially it as you. it can age you. Correct. It's yeah. especially as matte lipsticks have become so, so popular and long lasting lipsticks, you know? Yeah. So I would say a tinted moisturizer, a lip balm, and if you can, maybe a waterproof mascara. Okay, so you're cute, right? Cute. That would that that would be a cute look. So I was gonna say an eyelash curler and my mascara. Okay. I know you with the eyelash curler. Right, I know, I know. I can't. Are you still using Shure Mura? Oh, of course. That's the only one. Of course you are. It's the best curler (laughs) out there for sure. Yeah, it's one of those things that I I feel like I'm not awake if I don't have my lashes curled because my lashes grow out pretty straight and it just opens my face. And my little trick that um, I've told tons of people, this is certainly not like breaking news, but in order to get an even better curl, I hit my um, my eyelash curler with my hair dryer. And that way I just, you know, when I you know, clamp the lashes. It's I, I'm clamping them for like right. five seconds, if that. And man, it right. works. It's like boop. Hi. Yeah. Wait. Good morning. Just remember, you want to get it warm, not too hot. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not trying to yeah. like burn and break and, hairs. And also, you put on the mascara after you one hundred percent them, right? Yes. Yes. Right. Because I've seen it. people do mascara and then curl them, and that can be like you know, it can sort of melt into the. It's not good. Yeah, and it clumps. It's everything starts to stick together, and the mascara, yeah, kind of becomes waxy. It makes right. Yeah, and also one thing, also because people um, have asked me a lot of questions over about lashes, about my lashes over the years. I I love those little tight line mascaras with the skinny skinny brushes. I know there are a lot of brands that do that, like Mac and It Cosmetics, and I take that little brush. It that's the tight line is my favorite, and I do the tops of my lashes, which really open things up, and it grabs all those tiny you know tiny lashes, the new growth and. I think that makes yeah. a huge difference is to do the top of the lashes. That's such a great tip what you're talking about. I've also worked a lot on Asian eyes, you mm-hmm. know, or people mm-hmm. that have very straight, small lashes. Right. And what Carolyn is talking about, they're mascaras that are like micro tips 
They're mm. very thin. They call it a micro brush. You can get in there in those little corners. Yeah, exactly. And you can use uh, you can also use them on the lower lashes because sometimes I have people that say, "I love mascara, but I can't use it on the lower lashes. I can't get to them." Um, you know, and then we can, we just, you and I just need to get on here and sometimes talk about eyes alone because I have so many tips. I'm trying to stop myself. (laughs) Louis, I know. So we've got a caller. Yay. We've got Katie calling in from Denver for Luis Costco. Hey, Katie. All right. Hi. Hi. How are you? Thanks for calling. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for the chance to, to call in and ask. It's our pleasure. Um, What's your question for Louise? So I know you guys, yeah, it's good timing. So you're talking about mascara. One of the things that I have problems with, um, I've tried waterproof mascaras and they're so difficult to get off and I have sensitive eyes. Um, is there, are there any products you all suggest um, for both mascara, waterproof, non-waterproof? And then if it is waterproof, how to avoid kind of irritating my the skin around my eyes i tend to get irritation well is I that when you're when you're taking them off when you're taking it off is that what you're talking yeah, about or the mascara itself yeah yeah when i'm taking it off right. so i've tried some oils and i feel like mm-hmm. that clogs you know clogs up my skin a bit sometimes so i just didn't know if you had suggestions for sensitive skin I do. Do you want? Well, I, I can tell first. you. you can yeah. tr- have you tried micellar water? I haven't yet. No, I've heard about it, but I haven't so, tried it. So you want to get a little micellar water or an oil-free uh, makeup remover. Um, you want to put it on a little cotton pad. Just close your eyes and and sort of wipe it that way. And that product should remove it. Um, you okay. want to find something that really easily removes it without you tugging on the eyes. So usually uh, micellar water will do the trick. Um, and once you find that right product, I mean, even Garnier at the uh, drugstore has a great um, uh, micellar water that I would recommend. Now, I- uh, what do you think, Carolyn? Yeah, I, oops, I, I love a micellar water as well. I think it's it's probably the most gentle approach. Um, right. One a drugstore product that I've loved for years that works great on waterproof mascara are the Almay eye makeup remover um, little oh, yeah. discs. They're pads. Definitely yes. get the make sure you get the oil free one, Katie. You don't want the one with oil. Okay. And they do a great job. Um, I don't wear a lot of waterproof mascara, but when I do, it takes it off lickety split. Then follow it with your cleanser, um, a real gentle, you know. Um, cleanser that's non-comedogenic, doesn't have any fragrance, and you should be in good shape. And um, thank you so much for your call. We actually have another caller coming in. Um, We've got Selena from Arizona. Welcome to Glow & Tell. You're with Luis Costco. Hi. Can you guys hear me okay? You sound great. Yes. Hi. How are you? What's your question? (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Okay, so my question is, and sorry if you kind of may have gone over this already. I'm not sure, but um, I kind of want to know what would be more important in terms of like your makeup or or your skincare routine. Um, I I hear a lot of different things about, you know, the, the actual foundation and foundation, meaning like, 
your your actual skin care, the moisturizers, your your primer, your actual cleansers and toners, like is that more important or just as important as the quality of the makeup that you're using, in your opinion? Well, I'm I'm going to jump Absolutely. in. I have Go to. ahead. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> but please <laughs> contribute. That's a great question and such an important one. And I am going to say it really does start with great skincare. It's okay. it's this it's the canvas, right? So if you don't yeah. have a balanced canvas, I am I am proof right here that nothing's going to look good. You can be using the Giorgio Armani foundation, the mm-hmm. most expensive concealers, clay de peau, you name it. And if your skin isn't balanced and hydrated, it's it's just going to look awful. So it's definitely starting yeah. with um, going back to what Louise said, it's consistency. So you don't have to be mm-hmm. using the most expensive skincare products out there, yeah. but please be consistent with them. You know, going to bed with your makeup on, not the right thing to do. Take the 60 seconds and just wash your face and throw on that moisturizer. And when in doubt, put a little extra moisturizer on and make sure you're massaging it into your skin, not just wiping it on. That's something I've seen so many clients as an esthetician myself do over the years, and they're not having the product really penetrate. Um, But Luis, do you want to add to that? Absolutely. Everything you you've said is correct. I would also add that as you use skincare regularly, you will notice mm-hmm. that you will need less makeup. Like your skin will look more even. You'll, we just Literally, you just wake up one day and you'll be like, that area that I would always used to put a lot of foundation or concealer on, I might not need as much. And it just looks yeah. better. So, so yes to skincare. Yeah. And then of course, makeup becomes not secondary, just easier. Yeah, it, it's right. something you kind of kind of even things out. And if you're if you're in doubt about the skincare that's right for you, go to a spa, get a facial. If it's something that you can't mm-hmm. do all the time, you know, treat yourself wow. to one and get some get some recommendations. Yeah. Because remember, yeah. our skin is an organ. Throughout the year, throughout the twelve months, your skin is going to require different things. So, doing the same yeah. thing every month, every season is probably not going to give you the results you're looking for. So, go to an expert right. to get some advice. So, but call Carolyn back. What's that? Call Carolyn. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) call me. Hey, I I could talk about this for hours. Thank you so much. No, that's that's super helpful and um, it makes a lot of sense. I appreciate you both. Thank you for the uh, the insight. Thank you. It's our pleasure. (laughs) There's going to be a lot more coming up on skincare in the future. So keep listening. Thank you. We have another caller. This is so exciting. So we've got a gentleman on the line, Matt from Colorado. You are on Glow and Tell. Welcome, Matt. Hey, good morning. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Good morning. You're yes. on with Louise Costco. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for uh, for taking my call. Uh, I, I'm kind of a uh, skincare newbie, I guess you would say. And so, um, you know, with kind of getting everything together, I find my skin gets pretty dried out, especially my face. And, um, you know, just kind of curious as I put together just kind of the basics. I was wondering if you guys could kind of help me with, uh, uh, I guess, kind of the basic elements of what I need to do for my skincare routine. Well, I'm going to let right, well, handle this. Yeah. <laughs> Go, Louise. Absolutely. You know, first of all, skincare is for everyone. And I keep saying that. And, and you need to at least have uh, that sort of three step that Carolyn was talking about, which is get a good cleanser. We're talking not soap, something that's made for the face. 
So you want to use a good cleanser. You want to use that, you know, if you in the shower, like in the morning and in the evenings, you want to cleanse your face. That's number one. We're walking around with a lot of dead skin, uh, skin on our face. That causes little spots, causes you to age prematurely. So many, so many things that I can't even enumerate. Are you already wearing sunscreen, Matt? No, I'm not, but I'll definitely write that one down. Okay, yeah. No matter what your skin tone, no matter how deep your skin is, you should consider, uh, not consider, it's a must that you wear SPF. So I would get like a combination of like a moisturizer that has protection. Uh, you want to wear that throughout the day. Even if it's raining outside or it's cloudy, you still need that SPF. And then number three, I would say, Throw in an eye cream. It feels good around the. You put it on right around the eyes, uh, sort of in the uh, little bone area here that you the feel orbital. around the eyes, the orbital bone, correct? And um, and I would say those are three simple steps that you can take. I mean, Carolyn, can you think of something else that he could do? No, I think that's perfect advice. Start start simple uh-huh. so you'll stick with it. And like we keep yeah. repeating now, it's really just about consistency. And you'll see results quite quickly. Yeah. Um, the SPF recommendation, yeah. I can't emphasize any further as well. Right. It's what's going to prevent and, aging and also prevent you know the bad rays from getting through and getting into your skin. And, and I forgot, Matt, if you shave your face... You really are exposing your skin. It's a sort of fresh skin that you're exposing. So if you're driving, and I believe you said you're in Colorado, if you're outside, you need even extra SPF because you really have sort of exposed skin once you shave. Um, That's true. So you need that extra TLC on the skin. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Great. Thanks, Matt. We appreciate Thank the phone you. call. Again, everyone, if you have questions for Luis Costco, celebrity makeup artist, call us at 866-472-5788. You can also check out Luis, all of his tips and tricks and videos on Instagram at Luis Costco Makeup. Okay, so Luis, let's get back to the 20 questions, which I'm so excited to do with you. Let's We're going to make it. these snappy, quick, give me your top of mind answers. Okay, so... What's your favorite mascara? Wow. Right now, uh, Lancome Lip Lipnos uh, Extreme. Ooh, <laughs> have you okay. heard of it? I have not heard of that one. My God. When I put it on people, you sort of touch the tip of their lashes with it. It's got a curved tip and the lashes just go bloop. So Lancome, what is the second word? Something Lipnos, Lipnos Extreme. Nice. Okay. I think they have Lipnos. I'm not too familiar, but the one I have is called Lipnos Extreme. So it's like extreme lashes. I love it. Fabulous. Okay, great. Favorite lipstick? Tough question. Big category. Wow. You know, Makeup by Mario... You know, Mario D that works on, on Kim Kardashian, um, he, uh, he sent me his new collection of lipsticks. They're beautiful. They have a great, genius packaging. You know, you and I can talk about packaging a, a lot, too. Totally. Um, Absolutely. And I've used it on many celebrities of different ages. They all love them. The textures are incredible. They're they're like a matte to semi-matte. Okay. They stay on. They're not too drying. So try them. They're at Sephora, I believe. Makeup by okay. Mario. Yeah, I've not seen anything from his collection, so I need to check that out because he's yeah, beautiful work, obviously. Um, 
What's your favorite concealer? I know this is a tough one because there's so many types of concealer. Wow, you know, um, forms. Yeah, my favorite concealer right now. Um, you know, Cledipo has been a classic that we've all loved. For some people, it's a little too creamy, so it tends to sort of disappear. Uh, but, but I do love the, the Cledipo one. Um, the one that I'm using the most right now is uh, Charlotte Tilbury has a, a concealer mm-hmm. that's, okay. uh, that's also creamy, but that you can put on. It's not too much. It's not like um, the Tarte Tape concealer. That's uh, Do you like that one? I was just going to say Shape oh, Tape from Tarte is my favorite. Shape Tape. Shape Tape. See, yeah, the, the, I am late to the party. But you must, tape, you must but use very it. small. Uh, I use a tiny, yeah, I use a tiny bit of shape tape and I actually just dot it all over for coverage and I don't use foundation anymore. So I'm just using that and blending that either with my fingers or with a brush and that gives me all the coverage that I need and it stays put. Keyword, you need very little. The other two that I was talking about, the Charlotte and the um, Clay de Poe, you can put a little bit more on because they're really made for under the eye. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, last one of the 20 questions, the quick answers. So yes. it's really only like five questions. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> favorite foundation. I mean, this is the oh age old question, right? Okay. Well, you know, I'm a makeup artist and I've had people even request it. I've had actresses, publicists say she uses Armani Radiant Lift 4.5. You know, okay. and so you've got to have that in your the, kit for that person. The beauty of that foundation, of that Giorgio Armani foundation, is that it truly does look like skin. It doesn't cover, but it does cover. It's it's sort of a it's sort of a genius texture. Also, um, when I want more coverage, Shiseido um, in their Future Solutions line has a, a foundation that's really creamy and lovely. Also, Gucci Westman's foundation, uh, mm-hmm. Westman mm-hmm. Atelier, you know, yes. in a very high-end foundation. Uh, if you have dry skin and you want coverage, that works really well. So, so really, I'm giving you the gamut here when it comes to prices and, and, and everything. And um, Makeup Forever a- HD is, is mm-hmm. still a great foundation. Yes. I know people swear by even Maybelline because they have right. so many shades. Right. Um, so let's talk... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, so, no, no. And the last one I was going to say was Fenty. Uh, she oh. has a lot of shades. I believe, I can't remember if it's 70 shades. Someone might correct me on that. But wow. it's she's got the most shades for a foundation range. Wow. And her finishing, her finishes are, are beautiful. They can be quite covering. Yeah. So you need a little bit. Okay. But, I've Try not Fenty tried any well. Fenty products and people love yeah. Fenty. People yeah. rate, I, I need, I need to dive in. I, what I was going to ask a moment ago with regard to foundation, I know I always, well, of late, let's say in the past five, seven years, I find that it can look a little heavy and it can actually make yeah. my skin look a little worse. You know, the skin that I'm trying to work on to yeah. wear less makeup. But so how do you apply how are you, are you using tools? Do you use your hands? How do you, and also concealer. How do I stop my concealer from creasing? Because yeah. it's decreases. No matter <laughs> so what a couple I of different questions. Yeah. Applying your foundation. If your skin is more mature or if you are in a place, maybe where the weather is cold, 
um, the, the warmth of your fingers really helps to uh, diffuse the makeup and make it look uh, like it comes from within, you know, not, not like it's pasted on. If you like more of a full coverage, you can use a brush. The tighter the bristle on a brush, the more product you put on. That goes okay. to any type of makeup, whether it's eyeshadow okay. or foundation. So if you want to really stipple it on with a tight bristle makeup, you're going to get more coverage. Okay. If you want to use a really fluffy brush and you sort of get it all over, uh, it gives you more of a sheer application. Um, Maybe and then, of course, yeah. and then you, uh, the trend, you know, it's really to put on a lot of makeup, a lot of foundation. Right. And then you take a beauty blender or a sponge that's wet and dab it so you take off some of the products so that it looks more natural. Okay. So okay. It's, it's, it's all of those. But I would say for women, let's say over 40, mm -hmm. give your fingers a try. And maybe at the end, take a brush and sort of go over it to make sure that it's all looking uh, really pretty and blended. As far as mm -hmm. concealer, Carolyn, yeah. I would, again, ap apply it just like you apply your eye cream, right, with, with the ring fingers. The and you apply, and, correct, and you apply and you blend really well. And, mm -hmm. and then make sure I would take a brush and make sure that it's all blended really well. If it's running, you might need a little bit of translucent powder over that. Okay, yeah, it's the creasing. A I tiny bit. In the crow's the creasing. Yeah, yeah, so the translucent yeah. powder will help that? Yeah, put it on with an eyeshadow brush. Okay. So take some of the translucent powder, tap off the excess, so very little, and okay. just dust under your eyes. Don't okay. be afraid if you're uh, more mature and you have lines, the powder will actually help to set the concealer. Yeah, that's And you might want to try, you might want to try a different formula too. Okay. Give Clay Poe a chance again, or maybe something a little creamier. Chanel has a great one. Right. Uh, Shiseido I, again. Yeah. I used to love Clay de Poe, and I probably still have some, so I need to, yeah. I need to break it back out. Okay, try. so... This has been incredible, Luis. I am so grateful that you've spent this hour with us, giving us your insight, That's it. knowledge, your wisdom. It's it. It's, <laughs> we're wrapping it up. But tell everybody where they can find your books and how they can learn more oh, about gosh. what you're doing. Well, yeah, my, my books you can find on luiscascomakeup.com. They come in English and Spanish. I even have some versions in Portuguese. They're also sold on Amazon. Okay. Um, you can find me on, on Instagram and really on all socials at Luis Casco Makeup. I've been known to be on TikTok as well. So you can always have fun uh, with my videos on TikTok. And there's a lot more exciting news to come from my end that I can't tell you about right now. But I hope that oh, we boy. can get to catch up. Uh, soon. And I know Glow and Tell is going to glow up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I hope so, too. And I feel like we've just touched the tip of the iceberg. So we're going to have to have you back for sure. Oh, thank thank you, you again for being here and being my first guest. I It could not have been more of a pleasure to me. So <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you for your calls. Be sure to check us out every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America. Glow and tell. Thanks so much. We loved having you here. And we're going to see you next week. Take care. Thanks. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Glow and Tell. We hope you enjoyed today's topic. Didn't get your question in? Be sure to call in again next week. We wish you a wonderful week. 